This is a Get Real Long production. Motivated to Change, hosted by Tasha Tony. New episodes streaming every Saturday. You can find it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Make sure you tune in and maybe you might learn something. You know, everybody needs a little motivation. So make sure you tune in. Hey, welcome to our new episode of Motivated to Change. This is episode two. Thanks for tuning in. And y'all, we're just going to jump right in it. Let's talk about weight loss. Y'all, weight loss is for the birds. Okay, weight loss is for the birds, okay? Food is good. Big Macs is Big Macs is good. French fries, McDonald's fries, no salt. Listen, try it. Get me okay. I know we're talking about weight loss, but you guys have cheat days, and it's okay to have things in moderation. So try to try to McDonald's with no salt. Trust me on that one. <laughs> but seriously, y'all, weight loss is for the birds. Like weight loss is so difficult. It is hard. It's adjusting to the new ways of eating. How much calories you need to intake? Would you? Can, can't eat, should eat, eat enough of too many carbs, have carbs. Like with dieting, losing weight, or a lifestyle lifestyle change journey, there is no one size fits all. There is no certain way that you can do a certain thing and lose weight. And And as we all know, men can lose weight just by stop drinking sodas. Now women, it take us stop drinking soda, stop eating our favorite chocolate, and drinking our favorite wine. And then we might drop five pounds after that. And that's a big might. (laughs) So when you are going on your weight loss journey or your lifestyle change or a diet, I've really gotten away from the word diet. And I don't like the word diet. It's like, what are we dieting from? Because in reality, I feel like everything is okay in moderation. That doesn't mean, I'm telling you, it's okay to go have a Big Mac every other day. Because you're saying, well, that's moderation. I'm not having a Big Mac every day. So, not saying that, but I'm saying you can have a healthy relationship with food. That's the most important thing in your lifestyle change is having an important relationship with food. Because if you don't, it won't turn out good. Trust me, I know I'm speaking for experience um, when I would try to cold turkey things on this diet because I used to think that, hey, don't eat and I'm going to lose weight. And then by 12, 1 o'clock, I am binge eating whatever I get my hands on. It doesn't even matter if it's two snicker bars. I'm going to binge eat both those snicker bars because I am hungry and not being properly prepared to, you know, eat something. Oh, I'm just going to go to KFC and give me a two piece biscuit, mashed potatoes and gravy, you know, add macaroni, you know, those, those calories just continue to add up more and more and more and more. So I think it's important to know going into the day, okay, this is what I'm going to eat. Or you could, um, Lord, skip, uh, 
meal prep. There we go. You can meal prep, which helps a lot. Now, meal prep isn't for everyone, but I am a plain eater. Like, I don't need a whole lot of different things to eat. I can eat the same thing over and over and over. It doesn't bother me. But everybody isn't like that. So I have people, um, I heard people say, oh, I cannot eat the same thing. So I would recommend doing two to three days of a certain meal. Or if you already know that you cannot eat the same meal, I will go ahead and have three different meals already ready for me, for yourself. But far as me, I can meal prep and be okay with it and not have a problem. I'm, I'm okay eating the same thing over and over. I can eat egg whites every day. <laughs> Some people can't. So with, with that being said, you have to prepare yourself to what you're going to eat or you're going to be hungry. you be like, well, I'm hungry and I want to eat now. So Zaxby's is the closest day for me to eat. So you're just going to go in there and get a wings and things. Don't get it twisted. I mean, you know, everybody like a wings and things, but all in moderation, all in moderation. And I'll never sit here and tell you all that I have never, you know, slipped up while I was trying to change my way of eating or my style of eating. Um, right now, I let me tell you, I'm between vegan, pescatarian, and vegetarian, and I will have chicken wings. Like the only meat that I have not fully let go is chicken. I do not eat beef. I do not eat pork. Um, I do not eat turkey. Chicken is about the only meat that I hold on to outside of salmon or fish. The you know the fish family, tuna. That's about where I stay at far as me. I don't go too far. And me, the reasons for, you know, pork and beef, pork and beef is kind of tough for me to, to digest. I don't know about anybody else. So I pulled away from those types of meats just for my own health. And I can tell a difference, especially with my digest um, digestion, um, beef. At least with me, it is so hard for my body to break it down. You know, even with pork. And then I would watch documentaries of how meat was being handled. And uh, I'm like, uh, eh. (laughs) You know, so learning a little bit about that, which to, to be honest, you got to pick and choose your battles. I mean, a lot of things aren't handled, you know, appropriately, even down to vegetables and, and fruits. You just kind of, you, you just kind of got to pick your fight. You know, that's how I look at it. Um, I'm not, I mean, I don't go hard on like organic fruits or anything. I would just buy apple out of produce, um, strawberries, blueberries, I eat grapes, pineapples, watermelon. So I don't just like do organic anything like that. I know some people prefer organic, but like I, like I said before, you know, you choose your battles, you know, you choose how you want to go, you know, if if regular produce doesn't matter, you prefer organic. You're not wrong either way. I feel like, you know, as long as you're getting those fruits and vegetables in you, I'm, I'm just happy to see that, you know, because we know how easy it is to go get a Snicker bar or Twix, you know? <laughs> it's real easy to do that instead. But 
not only meal prepping, you got to have willpower. Willpower is so important. Willpower, discipline. So let's get into the willpower part. Willpower is seeing everybody around you eating Doritos and Twix and hot fries and Cheetos and not participating in it. Like you bought your salad or you bought your fruit. So it's like the willpower. You really have to have willpower to really stick it out, to really get to where you want to be at. You got to have that willpower inside. You got to say, hey, I know that I am trying to lose this set amount of weight. I am trying to improve my health because of I am trying to get on a healthier path for, you know, you got to have the willpower and you got to have the reasoning behind your willpower. Are you a, a family person? Are you, do you want to be here longer for your family? Do you want to improve so that you can maybe get a promotion for a certain job? Maybe you want to become a fitness advocate in some um, shape or form. Maybe you want to become a personal trainer, you know? You have to have the willpower, the reasoning behind your willpower to meet your goals. I just think that is so important. And let's not talk about the discipline. The discipline to stay on task, the discipline to stay steady to your goal. Discipline is very important in your lifestyle change, in your weight loss journey. Without discipline, you would just go in 50 different directions. You have to train your mind to say, you know what, I really don't need that or I really don't need all of that. We have to start listening to our bodies when we're full because there was a time I didn't because I felt like I had to clean that plate. There was still food on there. I am full, but I am going to clean that plate. And we have to get out of that mentality because literally I was wrapped up in it. Clean your plate. And you have to understand that we, we've we heard that when we were younger, you need to eat all your food. You need to clean your plate. Because, you know, the older generation before us and before us, for them and before them always believed in like, you eat all your food, you eat all your vegetables, you clean your plate, you don't leave nothing behind. And that's at least for as the generation in my family, that's how I, I did it. I, I would eat till I clean that plate. But I don't do that with my children because if you're full, you're full. And I want my children to be able to listen to their body and say they're full because there was a point in time I was not listening to my body and my body was not connecting with my brain and my stomach and saying that I was full. I would just eat, 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 eat because I wasn't recognizing the part when I was full. So... Having having that discipline to say this is enough or what I started doing was using a smaller plate because what the eye, the eye of the beholder. So 
it used to bother me for some reason at one point in time when I first started on my lifestyle journey, when I would use a bigger plate and I would be putting a little bit of food here. And that, if that thing just bothered me, y'all, it just bothered me so much. So I was like, okay, let's just get a smaller plate, put those portions on the smaller plate and it looked better to me. I can, I, I can actually, you know, say, okay, now, now this looks appetizing to me. This doesn't look like I'm cutting myself back, even though I was. So I did enjoy, you know, learning different tricks, learning how to focus on the serving size, because, you know, I will go. I will. I will go in on the servings and with the S, many S's, because <laughs> I enjoyed servings, but servings were not good for me. So, just getting that discipline in on your food and how much intake that you need, listening to your brain, listening to your body, listening to that stomach. And all of that is going to tell you that you are full. You don't have to finish what's on your plate. You don't have to scarf it down. You know, that's something that I had to, to learn. That's something I had to come to terms with that. I had to break that. You know, what was instilled in me was to clean your plate, eat your food. You know, you're going to be big and strong. Well, they absolutely had the bigger part right. You know, I don't know how strong I, you know, I was, but definitely put on some weight thinking I had to clean my plate. Even even when I go to restaurants, I'm going to clean that plate. So just decipher within yourself, you know, things that you need to break. And those are one of the chains I need to break was eat all your food. So during your lifestyle change, you're going to discover things that you have to break. Is food a comfort for you? That's something you have to break. I mean, food, we have to, we have to treat food like nutrients. Okay. So we, we eat, we eat to put nutrients in our body. I don't want you to eat because you're sad or eat because you're happy or eat. Now we're all guilty. We are all guilty of eating when we are mad or sad. I know I am, but you have to recognize those triggers. When something upsets you or make you sad and the first thing you do is run to the pantry or you run to the refrigerator for something, you have to recognize that. And then when you run into the refrigerator, run into the pantry, ask yourself, are you hungry or are you thirsty? Nine times out of 10, you could probably just get you something to drink and be okay. Now, you are supposed to run to the fridge when you are hungry. You know, you're going to know when you're hungry or, you know, you're like, oh, you know, I haven't ate in such amount of time, you know, okay, it's time for me to put something in my body to nourish it. So let's treat food as nutrients, as something that needs to nurture, you know, our body. Like food is to help us, you know, let's, let's use food to help us get well, 
to, you know, gain something positive from it because easily fool can turn into something negative. And that's when you have to have a positive relationship with food because so easily relationships with food can just be in, in a whole disarray. And so it's just important to know that, you know, this is my relationship with food now, you know, this is what I have to break because this is what, this is what I do. And then I run the food. There are things we have to break with that. And that's going to be an important part on your journey. Working out is another important, very important step in your lifestyle change and your weight loss journey. You want to get in some type of workout. Really working out is, it isn't just about losing weight. It's really about taking care of your body, loving on your body, moving your body around. You can really get on a treadmill. You can go and, you know, try the machines out. Go over there and look at the weights. There is someone in the gym that can always direct you or give you pointers. There's YouTube. There's IG, TikTok. Lots of lots of information out there to get you started on your lifestyle change journey, on your weight loss journey. But it's just so important that you put that work in. And it's easy as getting on a treadmill Listening to your favorite podcast, your favorite music, you can watch TV as you walk, whatever gets you motivated to not even realize that you already walked three, four miles. It's, it's things like grabbing a friend, uh, grab the kids, grab your significant other, and you guys can just work out together because it's nothing like having someone there and you guys can push each other. You know, you feel so good. You feel so rewarded that you went in there and you got your work done. Now, I know what you guys are saying. You're like, I work, you know, 10, 12 hours and, you know, I don't have time for the gym. Okay. And I get that. But what can you do? Do you have time to just do a 20-minute workout video from YouTube? And if you know you're going to work out in the morning, I would advise you to go ahead and search for a video that you know you're going to like and try to do. Because you don't want to spend time getting up in the morning and you're looking for a YouTube video to work out with or a TikTok video to work out with, and you're just scrolling, scrolling, and you don't see anything, then you start scrolling to something else. So it's always it's, it's important you know, to prepare for that. So working out is like, instead of taking the elevator, you take the stairs. Now, I know what you're saying. You're going to say, well, I am on the 15th floor and I am not climbing 15 flights of stairs. Understand. But can you climb two to three and maybe take the rest of it up? It's baby steps. You know, no one's asking you for just the maximum you know, at the beginning, but as you grow, as you start feeling good, as you start looking at yourself, you're going to want to give yourself the maximum. I can guarantee you that. You definitely want to give yourself the maximum because you're like, oh, you know, I just walked five miles and I, you know, and I'm not all the way out of breath and I'm not crawling back to the car, you know?
I have been there when I am crawling back to the car. So this is not, you know, just saying about y'all. I'm also telling you all that was a part of my journey, getting out there, sweating, getting in, getting in the heat, you know, sometimes in the, in the cold, but it's just, you have to want it. You have to have that willpower to want it, to want to get out there, to know like, okay, I know I'm doing this because I am going to be better tomorrow. When I'm better tomorrow, I'm going to be better next week. When I'm better next week, I'm going to be better next month. And so on and so on. And I'm telling you, once you start seeing change in yourself, once you 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 feel good. When you look good, you feel good. Once you start seeing the changes in your body, once you start seeing your physicals look good, your doctor's saying, hey, what are you doing? Because I, you know, your your labs look really good or, you know, your blood pressure is not high. You know, it's just a, the things like that, that's going to make you proud of you, that's going to get you to continue on your journey. You're going to keep progressing on your journey when you start seeing the results, but you have to get yourself out there to start seeing the results. There are um, bikes at the gym because I know maybe, you, you know, you may have some limitations for walking. There are bikes at the gym that actually look like a bike and then there are sit down seated bikes. So you can kind of navigate and find your way, feel your way through. Remember, everybody has had a first day somewhere. And with your first day at the gym, there's someone at the front desk that can walk around with you, that can show you, you can sign up and get a personal trainer, or you can just go on with a friend and you guys can just start mapping it out yourself. Make it fun, make it interesting so that this is something you won't look at as a chore. You don't want to look at workout like, oh, I got to work out again. You want to look forward to doing something because when you're not looking forward to doing something, you're not going to want to do it. So you're going to say, you know what? I'm going to work out because I am actually down 5, 10 pounds from two weeks. Once you start seeing something positive from it, you'll keep going. So... Look for something positive so that you are that you will continue to go to the gym. Set attainable goals when you are losing weight or having a, or you are changing your lifestyle. Do not think that you're stay off the scale. We'll, plain and simple, stay off the scale. Just just stay off of it because that scale will hurt your feelings. Stay off the scale because you might think, I know I'm down 10 pounds and you might be only down five. And then you're going to ask yourself, how could this be? This isn't working. I don't want to do this anymore. Stay off the scale. I wish somebody would have told me to stay myself off the scale. And if you have to weigh yourself, set a certain time. And guess what? If that scale doesn't move, I I tell people, take pictures. Pictures, take a picture. Every week or every two weeks, take a picture. Pictures are worth a thousand words. 
that scale, that that's just a number on the scale. And sometimes that number is going to disappoint you. But once you look back at those pictures, you'd be like, oh, okay, I see my shoulders coming down some, okay. Or I can see that this shirt looks loose on me. So it's just important that, you know, you don't let things get in your head and then you're like, oh, well, I'm just not going to do it. Or, oh, well, I'm doing all this work and it, 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 nothing's working out for me. You cannot get in your head. This is why you have to have the willpower. This is why you have to have the discipline. You have to have the mindset. You have to continue to push yourself when you don't even want to. That's where that willpower is going to come in. But you have to know how important it is to start your journey, get on your journey, and stay on your journey. You just don't know that I'm trying to motivate you, but then you start motivating others. You know, I want to pass down the gems so that you can pass the gems. No gatekeeping over here. So I am going to wrap up this episode. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Make sure you tune in every Saturday for our new episodes. We are streaming on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you have any comments, suggestions, or you just want to hear a topic, and we can get right into it. Thanks again for joining in to Motivated to Change.